This podcast recorded before a live studio audience. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Landon. Questionable guide to life. Man, I tell you what, this root beer is fucking good. Oh, it's it's fucking good. No, he said it's fucking good. Oh, fucking good. so today we got hotel johnny again but we're joined uh by our good friend another good friend we have a lot of those obi a lot of those so boys i have been Creating a list over the past week of uh, ways in which I could become a Giga Chad. Um, <laughs> I want to become the most Chad of all the Chads, and if you don't know what that is, um, basically, I want to like I want to be King Douchebag. Um, and uh, King Douchebag. Yeah. So here's my list of tasks. Um. So for six months, uh, no speaking. I have to make vague gestures at everything and get angry when people don't understand what I want. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna only watch porn anytime I see a vehicle. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna work out seventy minutes every hour. Seventy um, minutes every hour. <laughs> fucking goddamn it! <laughs> and then once I'm juiced. Like real but big. When you're working yeah. out, you have to be looking in a mirror and just doing curls the entire time. Yeah, and, and I have to like you can do. I have to <laughs> wink at myself and refer to myself as a stud in the mirror. <laughs> After this six months, <laughs> that's when the real list starts. I have to start three families, abandon them. Start a fourth, love them, cherish them. I'm going to tearfully give away my daughter at her wedding and then abandon them. I'm going to fall in love in Rome. (laughs) And like in a movie, when she says to kiss her in the rain at this certain time of day to decide she's the one, I'm never going to show up. I'm going to block her on Facebook. (laughs) I'm going to join the high school basketball team and become prolific. Um, My best friend is going to die, but he's going to want me to win nationals for him. Uh, and, but I'm going to say fuck nationals and not even show up for the big game on Saturday. <laughs> and uh, I have to invest in a propane grill, but only cook on a wood stove. That's going to, it's going to teach me uh, how to survive on the land. <laughs> going to teach you the tools. And of then the, uh, the last step of this is to get with a chick that has a kid and get mad and yell at her because her paycheck and the child support check isn't enough for rent and my protein. (laughs) I have to level up and turn my mindset into a grind set, gentlemen. (laughs) The early bird beats the crackhead to the scrap metal. That's what they say. Oh, that makes it even better because, like, where I live, dude, there's nothing but tweakers and, like, heroin addicts. <laughs> it just it fits pretty well. 
Like, dude, there was this chick. I was literally, like, me and my girlfriend were at the gas station. There's this chick that rides around on her bike. And it's like, it's not even like, like, it wouldn't be a bike that you would think you would see a crackhead riding on. It'd be like a cholo from, like, the hood that you'd think would be riding that type of bike. And then, like, she's just sitting there going around. Like, she'd circle the block probably ten times while we were at the gas station. And, like, she was moving like she had... Like some sort of mental disability, but she wasn't. She was just tweaking out. See, <laughs> you may have screaming. misinterpreted that, and it could have been her just schmoving, like <laughs> dancing really well. Uh, true, could have been. It's but really hard to just, tell nowadays. Like she would just screech at the top of her lungs for like five seconds straight, and then stop for a while, and then like she went around the block and came back, and then she like do it again. Like it was like it was just so awkward. Like I always. I feel like I ask myself at least 10 times a day, like, am I the only one seeing this shit right now? Like, I can't be the only one seeing this, though. Yes, Toby, you are the only one seeing this shit. I've been meaning to talk to you. (laughs) Your schizophrenia pills got switched out for anxiety meds. Um, Yeah, we were there. There was no one there that you're speaking about. There was no tweaker on a bike. What are you talking about? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'm just losing my mind. We're just gaslighting you. <laughs> like, like, a, like me when a bartender slides me a drink and I slide it back twice as fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> you have that drink. So, Johnny, New Mexico, you've walked around there now some. Uh, have you broke bad? <laughs> Uh, well, no, I haven't yet. Uh, I'm looking for a Firebird with a license plate that says Captain Cook, so I can start my descent into Heisenbergism. Uh, but <laughs> I just I haven't been able to find one. Uh, but I did walk last night for fucking forty minutes looking for a damn gas station that was open after ten o'clock, and I failed to find one. So I just came back with really fucking sore legs for no reason <laughs> and accomplished absolutely nothing. <laughs> Those are the best yeah, moments. You, you were telling me, I was actually on the phone with him the entire time he was on this walk <laughs> and he kept telling me like, there's someone in there. <laughs> yeah. Every place I went, there was someone in there and a sign that said, sorry, we're closed. I was like, are you actually closed, or are you just so lazy that you put up the clothes aside? Like, they saw your new neck tattoo? <laughs> What's up? They saw your new neck tattoo, and they're like, no. Uh-uh. We will have no heathens in this place. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, no, the Vikings are here. Oh, shit. I think Close everything up. <laughs> it's New Mexico, so they were probably like, is that a pentagram? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> not, my, not today. Today is the Lord's Day. You don't rob me on a Sunday. Not today, Satan. We're gone. It doesn't help that I was wearing a t-shirt with Cthulhu on it that said trust in God either. <laughs> <laughs> they just weren't having it. So basically, like what I've what I've gathered is you're not welcome in New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, you see that Johnny guy walking around? Don't let him into your store. They call each other up before you get you to the next welcome one. here. <laughs> Dude, but I went to like 
literally everything that should be open 24 hours and they were all closed. Like, I went to two Circle K's, a Walgreens, an Albertson's, (laughs) and like one other place that was like, you know, like a, like a ghetto, like, like gas station. None of them were open. I was like, damn, even the crackheads are religious here. (laughs) (laughs) Man, so I was working the other day, and uh, I I have to deal with a lot of crackheads. Like, because Obi got me thinking about this. I'm and sorry. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's it's crackheads are a tool of the trade at this point. Right. Um, it's basically, you just gotta yeah. Gotta they're here. And be in peace Dude, with if them. you don't interact with at least three crackheads a day, your job isn't fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you're Chris. Cotton, because he's told me some stories where it's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to fucking deal with that. So uh, this this old lady, like, I was working alone, and that's always when some dumb shit happens. Oh, um, always. And this like extremely old lady comes in, and I'm talking like she's fucking old. Like she's sat behind Jesus in the third grade. Yeah, like her crochet <laughs> could be registered as artifacts. Like, it's a surprise the British Museum hasn't stolen her yet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But she comes in, and she looks at me, and she's just quiet for a minute. And she, I was was like, I don't even know what this lady's going to say to me. And she's like, sir, there seems to be a used needle on top of the ATM. And I was like, ah, what? What? And <laughs> so I, I get like some like paper towels and go out there, and sure enough, there's like a fucking used needle sitting on top of the ATM. And I'm like, why did this? Like, first of all, are you like the heroin fairy, or like? Because <laughs> I didn't even hear her come in. We have a bell that goes off when people come in, but this this old lady, this spooky specter. <laughs> Managed to get in here to He's tell me so about this. She could just walk through doors. Yeah, and also I'm just like, who, who put this here? Who was just like, this seems like a good place for this. My question is, is like, did they shoot up and then like as they were shooting up, put in their pin to their fucking account to pull out more money to get some more, or like, what was their thought process of doing it right by an ATM? Because ATMs normally have cameras on them, and you think you wouldn't want to be shooting up some sort of heroin or something while you're being recorded, but dude, people are bold. I like something I have learned being around this level of like druggy is that nothing is beyond them if you don't have a sign for it. Even if there's a sign, a sign for it? it, if there's a sign for it, they won't do it. Maybe. Like, you just got to make sure they can see it. And, it's, yeah, it's got to be, like, pretty big sign for them to be like, okay, maybe I shouldn't do that here. We have, goats on the casino floor. We have <laughs> five signs about wearing masks, and I've seen one person wear a mask in, the, in this establishment in the past, like, six months. Not six months. I don't know how long I've been here at this point. Time is a lie. I go to bed at eight in the morning. I was alive. 
Have you been to any sketchy truck stops yet, Johnny? Uh, all truck stops are sketchy, number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard because truckers are sketchy. Like, <laughs> it's not the truck stop itself that's sketchy, all right? Like, it's the motherfuckers you meet at truck stop, okay? <laughs> um, I ran into this one dude who apparently just never realized that the civil rights movement happened. Um, because, like, <laughs> okay. we're, we're, I was, right, so I'm, I'm at, like, this TA in, like, Oklahoma City, right? And we're stuck there for, like, 24 hours because we have to reset our driving clocks. And I'm in the fucking driver's lounge because I just bought my new laptop and I was trying to download some shit, and that's where the Wi-Fi is. This guy mm-hmm. walked in. And he's just, like, talking about all this stuff and all this and this and that and this story and this and that and this. And when I was a a boy, my daddy was a driver and this and that, right? And then this black dude walks in and, like, eats his lunch in there. Just like a regular old driver. He's, like, eating KFC KFC or, like, Popeyes or something. And he's, like... Did he leave and the guy was, like, can you believe he done that, came in here and ate? No, like, so... He, like, (laughs) left a couple... He, like, left a couple crumbs on the floor and, like... Because, you know, like, when you eat fucking extra crispy chicken from Popeye's, that shit's going to leave some crumbs, right? Right. And the guy was Always. like, I tell you what, these boys come in here like this all the time and just destroy this place. And I got to go get the, the vacuum and clean it up and stuff. I don't even fucking work here. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, why are you saying this to me? Like, you don't know me from Adam, dude. Like, why? <laughs> why do you think casual racism is just okay with me? <laughs> you didn't have your neck tattoo yet. True. No, I didn't have my neck. Dude, I was wearing like a fucking polo shirt and khakis, dude. Like, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> he was like, khakis. Was like, yeah, I can say it. <laughs> the best part was, you know what this guy looked like? He had like a short cropped beard and a skullet. Uh, <laughs> Bald on the top, long everywhere else, dude. Like, dude had a straight skull in. Dude, oh my god. I've never oh, heard god. that before. Never heard that translated either. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. <laughs> the skull in. It's old man up front, party in the back. <laughs> Old man, <laughs> nothing in the front. Party in the back. <laughs> it's oh, child shit. support in the front, party in the back. <laughs> the grass in the front yard is dead. <laughs> but the back yeah. is luscious. <laughs> so, like, you guys shared a truck and everything. So, like, did one person sleep in the day and one at night? Or, like... Oh, so there's two bunks in the truck. Like it's like a bunk bed in the back. Okay, of the truck. so you'd sleep while the truck drove itself. <laughs> no, exactly. so like, <laughs> so like, uh, you, like if you guys do like just a day of driving, and like uh-huh. you're not like gonna do like the shift driving where one sleeps while the other one drives, then one of you just sleeps on the top bunk while the other one sleeps on the bottom. Right. So, but no, what would happen is we would go to bed. Right, I'd start out on the top bunk. And then my trainer would wake up, like, super early in the morning. And he'd be like, hey, man, I'm about to drive. Get down on the other bunk. And then I'd get my my groggy-ass fucking teenage-feeling self up out of the top bunk, 
roll up all sloppy like roll into the bottom bunk like clip the like bottom bunk like net seatbelt and then knock mm-hmm. the fuck out for like four hours and then I'd get up and drink. You know, you slide into <laughs> the imprint that he left in the bed. Oh yeah, dude, it's still warm. <laughs> it's still warm, dude. It's yeah. like it's like when Han Solo cuts open the tauntaun. You're like, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will live another day. <laughs> oh, oh, which brings me to our next topic. <laughs> me and Landon were thinking really deeply last night about method acting. <laughs> we were like what is the worst place for someone to be a method actor and we figured it out the worst Round place zero. to be a method actor is when playing a plantation owner in a slavery movie yeah you should not method act <laughs> if you're in a movie about slavery because <laughs> when the cameras go off you need to stop behaving like that <laughs> Bring them a, a drink in their trailer. They're like, thanks, boy. It's like, whoa! <laughs> whoa! 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 Listen, bud. <laughs> like, you gotta stop doing this. We understand you're Harrison Ford, but, like, you you can't just go around here saying things like that. <laughs> you could be as well respected as like Keanu Reeves and still not be able to say something like that. Like, that should, yeah, that, They're yeah. like, sir, you can't keep method acting. And he's like, what's method acting? This method you speak of. What is it? I feel like I feel like the most fun fun time to method act though would be in like a mob movie. Like <laughs> some some intern gets your coffee wrong, so you put a fucking severed horse head in his fucking trailer. <laughs> God damn! It. It's like that'll teach him. That'll uh, teach him not to mess. He, he that'll screams, teach him like... not to mess with Jonah Hill. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he like walks outside, standing out there. <laughs> That'll teach you. This was actually very expensive to do. I'm gonna need that head back. <laughs> and then you come to find out that the horse head is from the fucking Sea Biscuit set next door. <laughs> this still cost me eight thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> budget aware like gang members would be the most <laughs> funny thing yeah like it's like yo yo <laughs> we can't take the car to the drive by cause they're gonna fire back and honestly the fuel pump ain't even doing so well so we really can't risk it being <laughs> pierced it's like, so I suggest we take my mongoose bike and a Tech 9 <laughs> with one magazine because bullets are getting expensive. <laughs> and if you can't accomplish the task, then we just got to know we did it in a budget-friendly way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 bro, 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 we ain't got money. We ain't got money like that, bro. Like, nah. <laughs> we'll get on a longboard. Just... Just hear me out. We'll <laughs> Two guys board. on a longboard with a Nerf football because <laughs> <laughs> of budget cuts. 
<laughs> Take a card in the bag and a longboard. I'll tell you what, these budget cuts ain't move on and molested, bud. <laughs> Goddamn budget butts. <laughs> oh, Tech 9 is a Nerf blaster. With <laughs> this. Can you imagine how insulting it would be to get a drive-by committed against you and you just got shot with a bunch of nerf darts? <laughs> I wouldn't even These be mad. motherfuckers don't even think I'm worth killing, bro. Like, what? <laughs> I was only worth mildly bothering. I just had to clean up the nerf darts. That was the only issue here. Damn. <laughs> That's how you create a real villain. They're nerf bullets. I'm the one picking them up. Like, what? <laughs> well, if they're on a budget, the best thing would be is like they right, they go by the one time, shoot them with a nerf, and then like they come back around the block and they're like, okay, we're gonna need those bullets back and start picking them up off the ground. Just fucking I wanna make I wanna make a video game called Grand Theft Karen, where all you do <laughs> is just like murder manager. <laughs> like <laughs> I mean like murder it's not about the money it's not about it's, the money it's about respect it's about the paper <laughs> like she fucking flips her like bob haircut <laughs> there's three haircuts in the game they're all bobs and beans <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're all the same color too that like blonde with or like that brown with like blonde highlights, and, and you get you get three choices of car. You can have a Dodge Caravan from two thousand two, uh, a Jeep Grand Cherokee, or a Chevy Suburban. <laughs> there, and then like they they add in PvP to the game where you like the other person plays as a manager, and there are three haircuts for that. And it's either Caesar, ponytail, or high top fade, and that's it. No, you gotta you gotta have the Edgar haircut too. The official haircut of the name. You gotta pay for that one. And you can get set up for an insta kill on a Karen if she says, "Can I talk to the manager?" And you are the manager. You can then use your finisher on her, which is where you turn around (laughs) and then turn back around and say, "How can I help you?" Like (laughs) they instantly die. (laughs) <laughs> just melt into a pile <laughs> melted flesh no! <laughs> melts into a bunch of Avon products <laughs> and, then, like, and then because I mean, obviously this game is for the discernible liberal I want to make a game called Trigger Simulator where you have to deal with a triggered liberal <laughs> Better yet, you have to trigger the liberal. That's not hard. Yes, okay? yeah, no, that's <laughs> easy difficulty. You just have to breathe wrong and be white. <laughs> and be white. <laughs> Ma'am, no, that's not what I meant. I, say, I didn't know you are taking this out of I context. I say this with love. I say this with love, but like, <laughs> there's no way to like not offend at least one person. Like, Sure. I mean, honestly, no matter what you do, <laughs> you're going to end up offending somebody. Like, I'm sure at some point somebody is going to have a problem with the podcast that I don't listen to. Um, 
I'm, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, I'm just not going to listen to their complaint. Um, Cause it's our fucking podcast. Yeah. Like if it offended you, this is not the podcast for you. And like, that's just, just plain and simple. Yeah. Like we're not, we're not saying anything for the sake of being hateful. So if you're mad about it, just take it somewhere else. Cause that's not the point of like why we say. I kind of like like really low key want to be in like a situation like that. So I can just show how much I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. I'll, I'll like the tweet. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, those guys are assholes. Fuck those guys. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, wow, yeah. fuck them. Or I'll, no, from That's my own it, I'm Twitter. I'm the podcast too. Yeah, <laughs> from my own Twitter, I'm like, wow, fuck at give me your lemon. <laughs> Tag myself. Like, I can't believe they would do that. that I would slave like, owner um, bit was uh, out of taste. Yeah, wow. <laughs> canceled. Good. Wow, well, they, they, they really went that. for Harrison Ford like that. <laughs> Honestly, I think if we were to get canceled for something stupid like that, we could literally just use it to like propel ourselves. Oh yeah, like dude, that, dude I, all I like the Dave Chappelle thing. I'm just like, all that's doing is making more people watch his stand up. Well, like, no, he doesn't it, give like, a shit. Really, <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense because you're just giving them more money. And then other people yeah. are watching it because they're like, hey, fuck them. <laughs> like, <laughs> people are, are hearing about it and they're like, okay, well, I, I guess I need to check this out. And that's just getting more views on it. Right? Making it more money. Dude, yeah. did you hear much of that? I'm mad at Dave Chappelle. Have you seen the Chappelle show? Like, Dude, come on. So there's a comedian that's on Netflix. His name's Neil Brennan. And it's called Three Mics. If you haven't seen that, dude, check it out. It is amazing. He's the one that wrote the Chappelle show, and he also wrote uh, Half Baked with Dave Chappelle, and he did a bunch of other stuff. But like, he specifically worked like in hand in hand with Dave Chappelle. And the opening lines that he has, <laughs> the first one was like, one of the first ones was like, the internet's like a choose your own adventure book, except. Every venture ends with me masturbating. <laughs> and, like, and then, like, the next one was, like, the World Series, or as pedophiles call it. Or, no, the Little League World Series is what he said. And then he's, like, as, or as pedophiles call it, the World Series. <laughs> Just, like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's amazing. That guy is fucking hilarious. But he actually, uh, he has, like, the way he did it, though, is fucking, like, the best way I've ever seen any stand-up. Because he has the three mics set up. One's like one line or like punchlines. One's like serious stuff, and then one's just like one-liners. And like hmm. he switched like in like as he's talking, he'll do like the he'll do the one-liners or whatever. And then once he's done with that, the lights will cut out. He'll move over to the other mic, and then the lights will come back on, and he's standing at a different mic each time. So like he did it with like a sense of. I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is, but like he just, just the way he did it, I loved, I loved how he did it. But he's fucking hilarious. But he goes, like, he does talk about like writing for Half Baked and the Chappelle show and stuff and like all that he's done. You know, I realize this, this, this podcast goes from like Disney Plus to browsers real quick. 
<laughs> like how we get, get the R-rated content. <laughs> there are going to be a lot of girlfriends that hear that joke and they're like, I don't know what that is. But you do. Oh, you do. You have an account too. You know, you I know. What are you doing, step bro? Yeah. No, you know, know, I know that is because I'm on there too. And we're friends. <laughs> oh, you too? <laughs> this podcast goes from, hey, how you doing, buddy? To what are you doing, step post? <laughs> Welcome our step host, Obi. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man, we've we've now gone through three step hosts. We have a problem. <laughs> we have a problem. I think I might have an addiction. <laughs> God damn it. We have more we have we have more dudes coming through here than a Kardashian bedroom. <laughs> Good God. <sighs> Uh, Something uh, <laughs> me and my friend Sean used to do. I, I just thought about this. Um, <clears throat> we would watch a serious movie, and uh, we'd change up the story. And uh, <laughs> we watched uh, the movie Barry <laughs> about Barack Obama, and uh, we just kept saying, like, because he played basketball at some point in the movie, and I was like, "Oh, he's trying to win the big game on Saturday," um, and. <laughs> And uh, at one point, um, Obama is walking on this campus, and he gets arrested. And I was like, even the police don't want Barry to win the big game. (laughs) 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 It's like this serious story of, like, oppression. And, like, we're just like, damn, basketball. (laughs) And then, like, (laughs) at the end of the movie, like, it shows him walking up to this basketball court. And he starts just shooting hoops, and I was like, oh, Barry, he's going to do it. And then, like, the credits roll, and I was like, wow, that was a good movie. Yeah. Even the movie didn't want him to win the big game. Yeah. <laughs> See, me and my cousin used to do a – we made a game out of it. But we kind of did something similar, except we did it with the title. And instead of just, like, trying to make fun of the movie – we just try to make it into a like a dirty sounding movie title with it keeping the same. Like so like Schindler's List, we turned into Schindler's Fist. Yeah. And no then, country like, for hard men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we did like one of my favorites was um, Jurassic Shark. That one always got me fucking <laughs> laughing. Or like Risky Business. I, I think I was the one that came up with it and I said fisty business. Like shit like that. <laughs> Do we, I think we have like a list of like 160 movies because we were at we were just at a family reunions. Episode seven: The Four Skin Awakens. <laughs> we got Harry, <laughs> Harry Twilight, <laughs> that hard prince and shit like that. <laughs> My mom even got in and out at one point. She just started, we're just all three started just because like me and my cousin are the only one that ever really like, got along, or, like, even grew attached to each other, I guess, if you want to say that, and growing up and shit, so, like, me and him were always hanging out and always the ones to be, like, doing something at a family event, or, like, we'd kind of go off and just do our own thing. See, that's always when, like, fun stuff would happen. 
that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how it's we like, created the game. Because I don't even know how we thought of it, dude. Like, it was just a random thought. Like, hey, how about we just start, like, naming movie titles, but with dirty words involved into it? See, when I was younger, it was just about, like, <clears throat> like we would go to a, uh, pretty much always go to a family member's house that I, I didn't know. Um, so I'd always want to like adventure. I'm like, what's around this place? And it's just like a little crackhead, just like fucking exploring. Ev- <laughs> yeah, just exploring everything. Like, not to be trusted. Like fucking adults are like opening cabinets to like, you know, cook turkeys and stuff for Thanksgiving. And I'm like in there exploring. I'm just killing. Just like I'm spelunking. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> I'm an adventurer. This is How dare you come into my sanctum, woman? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was just a curious kid, so like, I, don't know, I, I always wanted to go explore. Oh. But like, I hate when when adults take you somewhere when you're a kid and like you don't know anyone, and then they're like, "All right, this is the room where the kids are." <laughs> like you get put in there, and it's just like. Like sometimes it's mayhem because there's a lot of kids, but other times it's a bunch of like twelve year olds that don't say a goddamn word. It's just hey, oh hey, and that's what we did. Do you want? Do you want I want Giacchos. Don't touch this Giacchio. This is my Giacchio. <laughs> 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 See, my parents never did that because when I was younger, I'd watch Power Rangers. It used to be like my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. But I would try to do the moves that I see on Power Rangers onto other kids. <laughs> like I even got I, in trouble at school <laughs> for doing that. Dude, I I'd feel that. Um, <laughs> just like, my parents probably regret putting me in soccer because of Power Rangers. Um <laughs> And you're probably like wondering how those two things that like, correlate at all, but oh. <laughs> I made this friend on my soccer team and I was maybe like five, I think, maybe younger than that, but like um <laughs> he also liked Power Rangers and so we bonded over Power Rangers, we did kicks and shit. Um <laughs> in the middle of like fucking soccer games, me and this kid would be kicking around like Power Rangers <laughs> on the field. <laughs> Even close to the play, just yeah. No, like, we weren't <laughs> even close to playing soccer. We, we were just, and then one day I remember he was like, Landon, look, and he like pulls down his pants and he's wearing Power Rangers underwear. And I was like, That's so cool! Look at her, and, and, then he down and you're wearing the same one, yeah. And like, <laughs> I remember, like, I just remember looking over, and my dad was just like, Oh my god, like. Just <laughs> <laughs> but I remember that. Like I was I bet my parents were just like we should not have fucking put him in soccer. <laughs> like this was a terrible, terrible decision. Yeah, no, he just wants to do kung fu. <laughs> I actually also got that. kicked out of karate. <laughs> I think that was the next step for them because they were like, all right, the Power Rangers problem will well, we probably be resolved. <laughs> We can't fight, it, so we might like fight fire with fire type. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think that was the <laughs> the plan. So they put me in karate, and uh, I ended up being in karate with my like would be stepbrother. 
um, that I actually like run the store with now. Um, nice. And I think one thing they didn't account for was older kids um, in there. And we almost never like actually did the, the karate like lessons and shit, but like the older kids taught us cuss words. Um, <laughs> and we went on a field trip one day uh, in like karate class for like someone's birthday. Um, he's taking us to the park to do our like exercises there. Um, and me and another kid, like we got told by some older kids to like go into the bathroom and say like shit and a bunch of stuff and it would echo. And so we went in there and did, and they told on us. Yeah. And, uh, I remember like sitting outside of, uh, my like sensei's like office and hearing him like tell my parents, like this kind of behavior is completely unacceptable. (laughs) It's like, fuck. Okay. We put him in soccer. He likes power Rangers too much and wants to do Kung Fu. But we, you know, we put him in the classes and older kids teach him to cuss. So, like, there's no winning here. Just a never-ending battle. Speaking of weird things about that our parents did when we were kids. So, like, when I was a kid, like, I was never, I wasn't, like, I've never been, like, a collector of things, like, in my life. Mm -hmm. But, like, whenever we were like, oh, we want this new toy, my mom made it her mission to get the entire toy line of that toy. Oh. So I'd be like, oh, man, I, I really like this Imaginex stuff. And then my mom would just track down every piece of Imaginex that's ever existed and buy all of it. Like, oh she had God. to have the full set for us. It was ridiculous. I had Dude, every rescue is, hero, bro. I that is not. my woman with LOL dolls for my daughter. I swear to God. like, What is an LOL doll? Okay. It's basically like a little, like a miniature Barbie. Uh huh. It's like a Polly Pocket. Yeah, like a Polly Pocket. Oh, okay. The Polly Pockets, but it's so like some of them are controversial because like some of them will come with like fish nets and like ah whore dolls. I see. Future crackheads of America, unite! Yeah, basically, and like there was this one, one fucking. I think it was her birthday. I think it was like her third birthday or something. We got her this house, and then that that was like the start of the addiction for my a house on a third birthday. Imagine that. No, not like that. (laughs) (laughs) In this economy, (laughs) (laughs) just rolling in dough, bro. Yeah, wow. <laughs> but, but no, yeah, it started with like a dollhouse, and then There's like, a lot of money like right, right now <laughs> we legitimately have a trunk full of LOL shit in the car, like for like future birthdays and shit. Like that's how escalated it's gotten. <laughs> she just like, so but- if if the tail end of your car were to be taken out in a wreck, you're just like, oh my god, my 2020 limited edition LOL doll, <laughs> it's been much. destroyed. <laughs> that was her fourth birthday present. <laughs> Actually, would be out a lot of money to be honest, because they're not like I think each doll is like anywhere from like thirty to sixty dollars, depending on the rarity and shit like that. And oh damn it! We got like there's these like cars and shit that were worth like upwards of hundred dollars sometimes, and like 
there's a plane, uh, dude. It <sighs> <laughs> like if I could never see and an LOL doll, <laughs> pretty much. If I could never see an LOL doll for the rest of my life, I would die a happy man. Just put it that way, dude. dude speaking <laughs> of exorbitant amount of money, uh, so I spent a good part of two hours today um, making as many of the Steven Rhodes uh, like art shirts as I could in Skater XL. Uh, and it ended up being like 60 of them. If you don't know who Steven Rhodes is, he, he, he designs all those t-shirts with like the, the old like 70s like guide for beginners and like books for kids, like art style, but he makes them like really messed up. And I made like 60 of them. And I decided like, you know what? I made 60 of these shirts and I just randomly decided to like tally up how much it would cost to buy all of those shirts in real life. And it was $1,800 worth of clothing Damn. that I made in two hours. Jesus. Just imagine being like, just imagine being the person that's like, oh, I gotta have every single one of those. I am yeah. that person, dude. I shit you not. I am that person. There's like, you know, I said I'm not a collector. That is like the one thing that made me want to collect things. I was like, I have like five of them already, and like every time I see a new one, I buy it. Like, see, mine, mine <laughs> has always been like Hot Wheels cars. Oh, really? Yep. Like when I was younger, there was one Christmas. I remember this Christmas vividly too, because it was one of my best Christmases I've ever had. Well, it started out as the worst, but ended up the best. Because like, it's the way was the worst because Dad yeah. left. And then you know, he went through a pack of cigarettes. I haven't seen him since. You like to get a pack of smokes. I'm not mad you didn't come back. I'm just mad I never got my smokes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That fucker. He still dodges me even today. And yes, that joke made a return <laughs> from last episode. Yeah. <laughs> that, that joke was from the episode with Jimmy. Amazing. We have continuity now. We just have to obligatorily mention Gaia, and there it is. There it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, no, so like. Hope to God that the Moth Squatch isn't listening to us. <laughs> but yeah, it started off as like. So I got, like, a couple small presents, whatever. And then there was this, like, oh, dude. It's probably, like, a two-foot, two- or three-foot box. And it was, like, a, like a whole kitchen set of pans and shit. And, like, stuff to make breakfast and stuff with, like, a skillet and shit like that. And I didn't know this at the time, but they filled it with Hot Wheels cars. There was at least 150 Hot Wheels cars in that box. And... I pulled off the wrapping and I saw that it was like a kitchen set. I'm like, oh, this can't be for me. And they're like, nope, you're making us breakfast from now on and shit like that. And like, just to fuck with me. Oh, uh, did I even, like, I, I even started crying, I'm pretty sure, because I was, I was young, probably like three, four, five years old, something like that. And I remember a dude tearing that box open after. I don't remember how I stopped crying and wanted to open the box, but eventually I did. And dude, oh, uh, I was, it was, it was heaven. It really was. I just, I remember like pulling out each car, like, oh, I don't have this one. Oh, I don't have this one. Oh, now I do. And like just losing my shit over Hot Wheels cars. And ever since then, I've always had like 200 plus Hot Wheels cars at any given time. Huh. My yeah. grandma was the worst of that double boxing shit. Um, oh, dude. Like, oh, I shit yeah. you not. She was the worst at it. 
Like she would, she was the type who would like buy you a PS2 and then buy the little mint tin that was shaped like the PS2, and she'd like put the mint tin in the PS2 box, and then she'd put like the PS2 in a shoe box, you know, like to the uh, fuck with you. <laughs> dude, my mom would like. They always got us like video games and shit um, for Christmas, but like my mom would put them in different boxes, but she would also get us like some presents that you wouldn't really like expect, but you just kind of acknowledge what it is. Like she got me that one year, I thought she had gotten me this like neon clock. I was like, oh, okay, this is neat. And I put it aside. And then I'm wondering like why I don't have as many presents. And uh, everybody else is still opening those. And she's like, Landon, have you opened that box? I'm like, yeah, it's a neon clock. And she's like, no, open it. And I opened it. And then, like, bam, like, four individually wrapped, like, PS2 games. Nice. I'm like, Mom, you like, you suck, but thanks. <laughs> right, like, I, I was yeah. sitting here like, damn, this <laughs> Christmas kind of sucks. Yeah, you feel like a dick, though, because you're like, oh, fuck yeah. this Christmas. And then, like... You find out that it's a, like something you actually are like. Oh no! Yeah, like this is like, actually oh, a pretty okay. good Christmas. Like, yeah, now I feel like a dick. <laughs> I remember one year my family did this like no video games for Christmas this year, and like they really tried, but like it was like a school teacher shopping for uh, birthday presents for a kid because like mom got us like books. Of like the like some of the video games we played, but they were like not well written, <laughs> and like a Ben Ten puzzle and like <laughs> shit like that. And I'm like, okay, this is neat, but like I'm 13. <laughs> I'm 13, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, this is like five yeah. years ago type shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't really feel like doing a uh, what is this 75 piece puzzle? All the pieces are very large. <laughs> That's a, this, like, yeah, like you could complete that shit in like five minutes, and I'm like, "Woo, Christmas!" Like a third grade level. <laughs> yeah, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, every time we go to my grandma, so my grandma ended up dying of cancer, and this is like oh, probably like closing in on ten years ago now. No, not even ten years, because I think I was like I was moved out, so I had to have been at least eighteen. So. We'll say seven years ago because I'm I'm 27, seven eight years ago. We'll say 20, just for the sake of argument. And every Christmas we would go there. It was never a surprise what you'd get from her because it was always the same shit: a box of socks and then like a flannel at jacket with like fur on the inside. But the I think that's what all grandmas get, <laughs> dude. Because like, like, I I feel that <laughs> it was always my like, grandma. My grandma was legit. My grandma bought me my skate shoes for the year every Christmas. Dude, oh. that's what's up. Yeah. That's pretty dope. My grandma was like, here, I got this at a garage sale. <laughs> and like, it, it's like two sizes <laughs> too small. <laughs> yeah, like, sick. It's small and like, you'd put it on and it'd fit, but it'd be like fucking skin tight. Yeah, I'm never buttoning <laughs> this, but thanks. Yeah, I never <laughs> had that problem as a child because I was malnourished as fuck. <laughs> not because I didn't eat, but because I had ADHD and I could not eat fast enough. See, to keep up I was a body. bean pole, but like I grew upwards. Like I, I, <clears throat> I was a very lanky boy. 
I was always I was very short. I was very short. I was always <laughs> the kid that was like bigger. Like I had broader shoulders. I had like bigger muscles and shit than everybody else until I had kids, and then I lost all of my muscle and just gained a bunch of weight. And like so, like. Oh yes, the dad bod. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have kids, and that also happened to me. <laughs> I don't have kids. That's just called late twenties. Yeah, an adoptive dad bod. I adopted the bod. Right. And so, like, I would always get clothes for Christmas or for, like, birthdays and shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, they would almost never fit. Because, like, they would ask way before the birthday or, like, way before Christmas, like, okay, what do, what size are they in this year? Like, what size is he right now? And, like, by the time they I actually got the present, I would already, like, start growing a little bit. Or, like, I was just a little bit more broad than I was before. So, it would fit, but it would always be just a little bit too short. And, like, I always felt bad. Like, I always felt like it was my fault, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I feel bad because they keep buying me this stuff. But, like, I never wear it because it doesn't fit. Like, I, I pretend, I say thank you and everything. And I'm like, I pretend, like, oh, yeah, this will be perfect size. And knowing that it's never gonna fit me wow this is wonderful you throw it in the closet at home yep and just never touch it again were we ungrateful kids he's like go back a hundred years and they'd have killed for a present like that right like fuck they would they would just kill for like any video game system (laughs) new new shoes for the winter to come (laughs) you are too kind grandmother you've given dobby yourself I will Master leave five pence upon your grave so you may choose. <laughs> Dobby, you're free <laughs> You have okay. forever attained my loyalty. Right? And then I will oh. die on the beach. <laughs> I will die of typhoid <laughs> fever in five years, but I thank you. <laughs> I will get and lose three fourths of my body. <laughs> I will step on a landmine in three years' time. <laughs> in the Great War. <laughs> Dude. In the Before the Four. Be- four. <laughs> that movie was so terrible, but yet the references are so hilarious. <laughs> if anybody ever tells you Tom Hanks could do no wrong, just show them Cloud Atlas. <laughs> oh, Tom, Tom. From the before four. <laughs> <laughs> but now we live in the aftermath. Oh, why, hello. Do you enjoy games, but you don't want to spend too much money on them? Well, I have got a treat for you directly. From the boys at Questionable. You can click the link in the description and go sign up for Kinguin, where you can buy CD keys for PC games and even Xbox games. You could even go pre order Battlefield for $55 instead of the exorbitant price you'd pay in a retail store. Thank you for listening.
Dude, I always, like, I always felt attacked, I should say. Because, like, you know, Tom Hanks and, uh, what is it, Castaway? When you find, like, the scene where uh, him and Wilson get separated and Wilson's floating out to sea. But I was, I don't remember how old I was when that video movie came out, but I ended up crying. At that part, because I was young and like I was sad that he lost his only friend. If you, like, don't, if you don't cry at Wilson, you're not human. Right, like, and yeah. my parents and everybody in my family would always make fun of me for that. Like, I was like, why? Because yeah, he lost his only friend at the time. Like, you go get stranded on a fucking island. No, the 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 truly sad part is when he goes to re-deliver all the packages and he delivers Wilson. Right. That's the truth. That's the part where adults cry. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> and if not, you're just a soulless piece of shit. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh. So, uh, not take your sportswear seriously. Gentlemen, <laughs> um, here's, some, here's something controversial. Um, I've never seen Castaway. Honestly. <sighs> You're not really missing out because legitimately most of the movie is just him sitting on an island talking to Wilson, which is like a little volleyball yeah. that he paints. A, like yeah. he puts, oh, he I makes know the Wilson. hand face. Okay, and I appreciate him. That's basically the entire movie, except the ending when he finally, well, like he goes on a plane and it crashes. Obviously, in the beginning of the movie, but He's at the also end of the a movie. Yeah. Uh, little little known fact, uh, Tom Hanks was addicted to drugs during that movie, and the actor that played Wilson gave him a place to stay. <laughs> <laughs> the ball that played Wilson has an incredible net worth. He was also in Space Jam. <laughs> you might not recognize him because he was in basketball. Too. Yeah, he was <laughs> heavy basketball makeup. <laughs> you you may have also seen him in Air Bud, the basketball one. He's prolific. He's also also his his first appearance was in the movie Top Gun, where he played the volleyball in the famous volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, his credits are insane. <laughs> he refused to be in Space Jam 2. Yeah, he doesn't like LeBron James. He doesn't yeah. care for basketball anymore. <laughs> See, honestly, I think they should have done Space Jam 2 with Michael Jordan again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, granted, he's not young yeah, and he's not like... You know what I'm really mad about? They didn't have, like, the Bill Murray character. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh. I so, love Bill Murray. And, they could have, point. and even if they were going for, like, an ethnic cast, they could have just made Kevin Hart the Bill Murray character. Right. You know? I think he would have been the only good thing about that movie. Yeah, because they already did my girl Lola dirty. <laughs> True. <laughs> did you know that Zendaya uh, didn't know about furries until she got that role? <laughs> yeah, she got that role, and like, and apparently she fucking found out real quick. 
Oh, I'm sure a bunch of people started messaging her. Yeah. I mean, yeah, honestly, I feel like you wouldn't even have to research the role that hard to like find some crazy shit. Right? Like there's so, certain roles for remakes that like you play that you you gotta know there's some stuff. Right, like you gotta be ready so for the backlash. Everything that's ever existed, Heather, there's porn of it on the internet. Yeah. yeah. It's rule thirty four. I don't know any of the other rules. Freedom of speech is one <laughs> of them. It's the only rule that matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right to bear arms. This it's one of those. Horny. Where can I afford porn? <laughs> rule, 34, I'm ready. rule 34 is an amendment. <laughs> the 34th oh. to be exact. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like getting... Getting any like well known cartoon role has gotta be like a slippery slope. Well dude Honestly like, as I, far as like finding stuff like that. I kind of feel like that's not anybody's fault though, you know what I mean? I feel like if you're gonna put blame on anybody, it's the people that made like Looney Tunes and shit when we were younger. Or like even SpongeBob, dude. Like SpongeBob was one of the dirtiest dirtiest cartoons that I watched growing up. Or like Codename Kids Next Door. The oh, yeah, Ren, yeah. oh, Ren and Stimpy, yeah, that's by far Even Cat Dog had shit like that. Hey Arnold. Yeah, dude, like, like it was everywhere. Like it was yeah. like just so that kind of like humor and like the like I think that's why we're so okay with like smutty humor. Is because like that's what our childhood was founded yeah, on. What we basic yeah, it was basically what our building blocks of the foundation was created out of. It was just dirty, like, I obviously we didn't get them at the time or anything, but... I went was, back and rewatched Courage the Cowardly Dog. Dude, that show was dirty. And, like, I can't so believe jokes. I watched that show when I was a kid. I can't believe my parents let me watch half the shit I watched, just because, and, like, knowing <laughs> what they were saying. Dude, I'm telling you, Cow Chicken, Chicken is dude. the most fucked up television show I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. No, Happy Tree Friends was probably the most fucked up Happy I've ever Tree seen. Happy Tree Friends but... is a real television show. Like, yeah, I found that very late. Is is YouTube um, glory days. It's golden era YouTube. It's not... Yeah, but like as far as TV shows and stuff go, like I remember Cow and Chicken... Oddly enough, when I was super young, that show scared me. Like, I don't know what it was about that show, but it scared me. I mean, one of the main characters is the devil. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought about this, but Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. It was about imaginary friends in an orphanage. No wonder we ended up the way we are. Right? (laughs) Yeah, like it, when you get too old, you got to send so, your imaginary friend to an orphanage. Like what? Ex- excuse me. Oh, have you seen the up. fan theory that Frankie is uh, Madame Foster's imaginary friend? Uh, I have not I, about that. I've heard about it, but like I don't know the details. So, so if you if you so if you like watch the show, like Frankie Foster, she wears the same exact outfit as as Madame Foster. Right, same uh-huh. exact outfit. She's basically a perfectly younger version of Madame Foster, and since Madame Foster never had to give up her imaginary friend, 
because she works with imaginary friends for her entire life. Frankie is her create her imaginary friend creation to help her with the day to day tasks that she can't do because she's too old to do them. Hmm. Oh man! Wow! What is what that's, a theory? That, I like yeah, that. that. That's pretty solid. Like that's legitimately like a solid theory. Where you're like, hmm, and, and it's also why Frankie it. never leaves the mansion. True. Like I mean, oh. other than like for like the field trips and stuff, you know? Yeah. Like there's that she's always there. Even when Madame Foster's away, she is there. Huh. What a twist. Yeah. It's kind of mind boggling. Yeah. yeah, it is. Awesome. I'm I'm a little blown away. Um <laughs> Yeah, dude, like I, I almost can't think about anything else though. Like, I'm, I'm so glad that we're <laughs> I'm glad we're on a nostalgia like type thing right now, because uh I've actually been going back and playing some of the older, like more iconic PS2 games to me. Um, and oh. me and uh, me and my brother were playing uh, Digimon World Four from <laughs> the PS2, and that game was so like we remembered it being hard, but when we actually went back and played it, it's not hard. The mechanics are just pretty bad, and so we had to play the game. At three times speed, because we were using an emulator for it to <laughs> like essentially play at normal speed and not be incredibly hard to figure out. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then um, we also started playing Ratchet Deadlocked, and I remembered how much I fell in love with like the Ratchet and Clank games, and I wish that games like that were still getting a spotlight. Honestly, you know what the greatest PS2 game of all time is? And you can say I'm wrong all you want. It's Jack 3. Jack 3 was super good. Okay, so like, you got the fucking, you got all of the, well, besides one, you got all of the best powers of Dark Jack. They're introduced in Light Jack. You still get the hoverboard. Like, a solid game. We and it's got like this like and it's got this like dystopian like apocalypse vibe to it. Yeah, exactly. And like if you played Jack Two, I played Jack Two like an incredible amount when I was younger. Um, I beat it over and over, and I never realized Jack Three had come out. Um, And then one Christmas, uh, my my brother Justin got it as a present, and we were like Jack Three. And, like, we played it that entire night. And I don't think I've had that much excitement for a game, like, really since then. Because I, I was just, I was so ecstatic that there was another one. But it was it was different. It was more, like, more gritty. Um, you figure out Jack, like, like you're, the leader of the Wasteland is Jack's dad. Like, shit like that. That like completely throws the whole series, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Because then it uncovers like five plot twists. I miss series like that that had like in-depth shit that you could keep track of that there wasn't a little too much of. Shit like Destiny is hard to follow. See, like I can't really re- remember the only PS2 game I can like. 
other than like Madden and shit like that, the yeah. only game that I can remember actually playing is Need for Speed Underground 2, because I think that was like 95% of the time I was playing on my PS2. Because I've always been it's just a like a card. Oh, it's an amazing game. They're actually remastering it, and I can't wait for that to come out. But We were children playing a game that had a story like that. Right, dude? <laughs> it goes <laughs> right back into what you are talking about earlier. That is when my crush on Brooke Burke started, was that game. But, yeah, I never, like, I never really played games like Ratchet and Clank. I never really played any games like Jack or anything like that. So, like, I was always, like, either a sports kid or, like, a car, like, a car enthusiastic kid. And I remember playing, like, different games for, like, PS1 and then, like, PS, obviously, PS3 and, like, so growing up, my mo- like even today, I think they still have a bunch of the systems. But like, I had a bunch of systems. Like, I had Sega, the Sega, the original Sega system, until it started on fire when we plugged it in one day. Oh, <laughs> like, Jesus! Dude, like we plugged it in, we put the game in, and the game just started melting, and it started on fire. And we we're like, oh shit! And it was, I remember it clear as day. I was, it was the middle of the winter, and my mom just opens the door and just fucking hucks it by the cord outside, <laughs> like. Okay, well, that's the corn treatment. Yeah, I know. But yeah, so like I had the Sega, the original, like this, the new Sega version at the time. Um, Super Nintendo, regular Nintendo, had Sega Dreamcast, had PS1, PS2. Um, my stepdad had a PC at the time that he'd play games on. One other one. Well, obviously, we always had like an Atari and. Like the older games, like that and shit. But yeah, like I, Did I you never ever play the Lion King for the Super Nintendo, or it was on several yes. different things. Yes. Do you remember, remember how that game was the original Dark Souls? Dude, yes, that game was so hard for <laughs> absolutely no reason, dude. I I remember. I would I would boot up that game first level breeze second level. We get into nightmare difficulty, um, and <laughs> you're swinging on those like animals' tails, mm-hmm. and it's like, like you got to get your trajectory right to throw yeah. yourself onto other animals' tails because you're you're playing yeah, tails or something like that, or giraffe and, tails or something. Yeah, like that. something like that. Um, and you were playing the scene where Simba is singing, like I just can't wait to be king, and yep. they made you play that and climb the tower. With a stupid ass, like, function that I could never get past. Ever. I got to level two of that game. By the way. Because at the end of that level, you had to land, like, you had to swing off of a hippo's tail and land on an island. I'm going to say something that's going to ruin your life. Go ahead. There's a harder game from back then. What's that? This is a Page Master game. Dude. 
I, I fucking that love movie. that movie. I fucking Dude, absolutely love that movie. Game. I think I played the game like once. The but game it was... for the Page Master is the stuff of fucking nightmare. Okay? No tutorial whatsoever. It just throws you in there. It's like, figure it out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> as you do to children in the 90s. <laughs> games for me as a kid. That's the problem with the youth of America today, is we have tutorials now. In the 90s, they just threw you in there and were like, figure it out. They're like, yeah. (laughs) We didn't feel like typing out instructions for the game, so here you go. I noticed that indie games um, that get onto the Nintendo Switch have started like becoming that. Um, because they're like really bad Unity games, and there's this game that my sister-in-law got, um, and it's it's called like Titan Hunter, and I think I heard about that game. Yeah, and you basically it pulls up the main menu, you you choose which monster you want to like help take care of. Um, we never quite got as far as taking care of a monster, um, but. She chose like the Kraken once and it it starts and the character is just monologuing about the room and she's talking about her home and stuff like that. And she goes outside and then you realize that like this character lives at a motel. Like that's that's home. Um and it tells you absolutely nothing. You get in your car, which it, it, like it makes you drive very terribly. Um and you have to like look up and your instructions are pinned to like the little shade thing in a car that you can pull down to block the sun. And it's almost impossible to see. So <laughs> she decides she's just going to drive and try to find it. And she starts driving and like, I'm playing another game as, as she's doing this. And I like, I look and I see she starts to drive and I, I go back to playing this game for like 10 minutes and I look back and she's still driving. And I was, I was like, how have you not reached your mission yet? She's like, I don't know. Surely at some point you would think. And then like, as she's saying that she drives off the map, <laughs> she just reaches the end of the map <laughs> and falls up. <laughs> so she, re- she restarts and goes the opposite way. And after another five minute drive, she arrives at Cthulhu. Um, and then she's trying to get out of her car, but like the you actually have to almost as if you're using a mouse, aim this cursor at the like, like the, the switch to like open the car door. Um. And it won't let her, and her car starts creeping forward and like pushes her into the water and she drowns. <laughs> and I was, I was like, I don't think this is a good game. Dude. <laughs> and this game is $20. I don't think this is a good game. On the, yeah, on the Nintendo store, it's $20. Fuck that. <laughs> I'd be mad. Uh, I'd uninstall that game right then and there. Um, I also played a game um, recently that was actually horrible that I've owned for years, but I never thought to check it out. I was going through my Steam library one day when I was bored. And I see this game called Red Lake, and I was like, I remember buying this. And then I never played it because it was a dollar. Um, and it starts up 
And uh, this guy starts explaining in a very thick, like, Pakistani accent um, that he has lived in America his entire life. (laughs) 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 And, yeah, that, like, first plot hole. Um, (laughs) And he solves paranormal mysteries. And that's all it tells me, and it spawns me in with a 9mm, like a Beretta. (laughs) <laughs> and I was, I was just like, okay, so I have a gun. For for some reason, this is important for ghosts. Oh, and I, I proceed in the <laughs> only imaginable direction that I should go because it tells me nothing. Um, and then I see a dog, and I'm, and it starts like coming up to attack me, but it starts doing a swim animation instead of running. What the fuck? And, yeah, and so I like, I take it out, and then I, I proceed through another gate. I blow up this explosive wall, which, uh, that's the first time you see a ghost, apparently, um, which is quite literally like the asset for a cheetah, just like colored pitch black. Um, it runs in front of you. And then I had to fight four more swimming dogs. And yeah, and I finally find a house that has some story elements to it. There were no subtitles, have no idea what the guy said. And then there was a jump scare that I was turned around for, so I didn't see it. <laughs> because this game is just that top tier. Um, and then five swimming dogs come into the house and I stop playing it. <laughs> I was like, this is too much. <laughs> too many swimming dogs for this paranormal investigator. I can't remember <laughs> What was the name of the game? I have it on PS4, and you are, you're basically playing as this chick that's going to college or high school. It's like a private high school or something, and you're basically—it's almost like a kind of like a life simulator, except you just, like it's got the butterfly effect in it. So like every time that you make a uh, decision, like strange, yeah, like dude, fantastic game, dude, yeah, wonderful game. game. Like just the just the way they did that game, because like I got to the point where it was either you let that chick's dad go pick up her mom or whatever from work and die, or you could save him. Yeah. And I ended up choosing to save him. And then like yeah. all that weird and shit then, starts happening. And then Chloe's in like a wheelchair and shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And, like because she he yeah because she got Chloe into the accident later. X. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> But dude, oh, that game was so well done. Like every, it was like, uh, what is the name? Until Dawn, I think is the name of it. Yeah, Where, Until Dawn is. Dude, yeah, Until Dawn is that same style. Yeah, dude, like yeah, those two good. games are probably like the most, like in my opinion, probably the most well done <laughs> games of this time of like the most recent eras. Just because, like every decision, like, I love the butterfly Obi, effect Obi, games. Obi, Obi, if you like those games. I recommend the studio Quantic Dream. They created that style of game. And every game they make is a fucking epic, and it's amazing. Any game where you basically have to, like, actually use brain power and common sense and, like, put everything together, kind of, like, puzzle it all together is something I love. Like, the forest, dude, I love the forest. Do you own a PlayStation? I think I have a place. I think my woman has a PlayStation 2 somewhere. Oh, no, I meant like a, a PlayStation 4. 
Um, I got a PlayStation 4. Oh, okay. Uh, On PlayStation Now, every Quantic Dream game is on there. Ooh. Yeah. Um, except for except for Indigo Prophecy. That one's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Heavy Rain is uh a wonderful game. See, I'm into Beyond a game Souls called Vampire or Vampire, however it's pronounced. I, I like Vampire a lot. Dude, that game is uh, it's hard as fuck, but it's also doable. Like it's not like Dark Souls too hard. Yeah. You know another slept-on game in that genre what is game? Um, Murdered Soul Suspect. Never heard of it. Uh, it was uh, it was game... a Games with Gold game on Xbox, and it was fantastic. Was it an Xbox exclusive? No, no, it was okay. not. No, it was on. It's everything. a Square Enix game. Yeah, might have to but try it. Then. I remember like, that uh, game. It's probably yeah, five dollars yeah. because the price yeah, dropped. Like, like dramatically very quickly because like it got but review bombed it got review bombed but it's actually really fucking good like <laughs> like oh yeah i mean it's it's rigid and it's kind of not unforgiving but it's good like it's soft yeah very psychological if you like games like that Oh, I do. I love I love games that make you like not necessarily try as hard as you can but make you use more brain power to get through the game. And I, when I, I like brain power, but not like brain power to the point where the mechanics cause brain power. Yeah, like, like something uh, that's easy but makes you think a lot and make you like you yeah. have to be careful with your decisions. Something that you have to be precise with like you can't just go through it willy-nilly like i mean you could yeah but, see like, i also enjoy game games play. that are like chess in a way where like yeah. you have to be very strategic exactly you gotta be thinking like three or four steps ahead instead of just one step ahead yeah like anything that makes me think and i think that's yeah. why i like fire emblem so much is like because it's pretty much chess <laughs> I'm I'm so bad at chess. <laughs> like in terms of like that, like I have no eight moves ahead shit. I'm so bad at that. Like I'm just I'm not good at it. <laughs> like I can I'm like give me a mindless hack and slash, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always gotta have those games though. Like I love those games too. Like I love like I don't really like necessarily hate any type of game. I hate specific games, or I don't like. I shouldn't say hate. I don't like specific games just because of the way it's like executed and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like I'm open. Like whenever somebody's like, "Oh, try this game," like I'm always open to try something new. I'm always willing to do, like even go out of my comfort zone of games, or even really like anything in life. Like I try, like if it's something that. Is similar to something I like, and it's something new. I'm always willing to give it a shot. I hate those people that are like, uh, "What game is it?" There's a game that people play, and like, if any game that comes out kind of like it, Everybody's like, oh no, fuck that game. It's going to be just a knockoff of this game. You know what I mean? It's like, See, well, you don't know that. Like, they could have. Dark Souls. 
I like I like it now when uh, game companies are doing like what Breakpoint did um, with their difficulty settings, where like you can tailor your difficulty settings into a way that you're playing a different kind of game than your friends. Um, in yeah. so in Breakpoint, um, I don't know if uh, if you've played it, but um, just for the sake so. of describing it, uh, how these settings work. Um, you can change it to where you take more shots before you know being injured. You can you can set it super realistic. You can set it to where if you reload your gun and there's still bullets in the mag, you lose those bullets. Like you can make it very realistic. You can also make oh. it into an RPG where like you know you get guns that have better stats over time and like you have an overall gear score. So like That's I hope cool. a lot of games do stuff like that in the future. Because then pretty much everyone's happy because you can get the experience you want out of it. Exactly. Like you can, it's a game that you can tailor to your own style. Yeah. And everyone's having a good time because like, if like, let's say Johnny's playing super real and I'm playing like RPG style, but we're playing multiplayer in the same game. Enemies are going to hit him a whole lot harder than me. Yeah. You know, because I still have my buffs, but like for me, those enemies are whatever my difficulty is. So like it's instance based. So like it's it's just super interesting how they do that. Uh, that is, that's like next level shit. Yeah, that, that sounds like a really fun game. Actually, what was the name of that game? Yeah, I think <laughs> we talked about it for like twenty minutes on the first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I need more now I want to play Breakpoint fuck well Obi it's it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast been a um, pleasure being here thanks for inviting we appreciate everyone for listening and if you have any questions for us concerns maybe if you want to start beef I don't know um you can, <laughs> you can email us. Yeah, you, <laughs> certainly. <laughs> um, we're gonna just talk shit about ourselves. Yeah. Um, so questionableguidecast at gmail dot com. Um, you can also find our Redbubble store at qgtlp.redbubble.com. dot com. And uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>